2: Look out Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson. You'll never believe why Nipplegate is back and all up in our faces yet again.
3: Plus, my first question is after watching this movie, so do you spend 10 hours, 12 hours in the gym a day? Oh, or
2: man, yeah. How? We're getting real with Michael B. Jordan and Oscars fashion, shockers, and what we really think about Brad's man bun. Welcome to Daily Pop. You guys, it was a weekend of wild Hollywood hookups and an Oscars like we've never seen. Carissa is out, so I'm joined by Erin Lim, who worked 12 hours yesterday, and Liliana Vasquez, who is pregnant and ready <laughs> totally. to get spicy. Now, let's get this party started with the news that Nipplegate is alive again. The producers of Framing Britney Spears are reportedly now laser focused on Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake's infamous wardrobe malfunction. Now, we all remember where we were when that nipple hit the screen.
1: Mm.
2: (laughs) One source tells Page Six, the doc will detail the fallout from the infamous Super Bowl performance. No word if Janet or Justin will be involved, but I have to wonder, hearing this, do you think Janet Jackson's like, yes, finally, or why again?
4: Honestly, I think deep down inside, she's like, yes, finally. Yeah. Like, not only do we all want justice for Janet for that situation, but I'm pretty damn sure she's like, when will I get it? When will when will I have my own justice? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm the one that's banned from the Super Bowl all these years, and this man has returned, and all these years later, I just got the apology because a documentary came up and he felt guilty. No, not shaming Justin in any way anymore, but... Um, I just feel like it will be a relief and maybe something will change. Maybe the NFL will come forward and say something else and invite her and she'll have her own halftime show again. Oh, maybe, I mean, but... Did you see all the things that happened and the
5: petitions and the posts from the no.
4: documentary with Free
5: Britney? So I don't mm, know. It, it could... definitely opens up a can of worms, right? It yeah. definitely. But I also think it's a really important moment because if you look at the way women, especially women in music, are treated, it's not fair. There's a double standard there. And I think looking back helps us move forward in a more positive way. So I think she's all for it. Not necessarily about herself. I think she's moved on. I think she's like, okay, it was a long time ago. But I think because she's such a champion of other female artists, mm-hmm. I think you don't... Wait, wait. No. <laughs> He's just no. shaking. He's like, no, she. it's all about me. No. I don't know. I think for her, she's doing it because there's... Other women, other young women that are going to come through this system that are going to be subject to the same scrutiny that's not what their male counterparts experience.
2: I think Janet is like, why again? It's been since 2004. What year was that, by the way? 2004. She's like, I want to move on with my life. I feel like a lot of times we victimize women Mm -hmm. in situations and we can't let it go. Meanwhile, when things happen to men in the same situation, we never bring up the 10-year anniversary of Mel Gibson going off on, on camera, or we never bring up the 30-year anniversary of okay. Tim Allen being arrested for cocaine. Even a She that
5: didn't have anything to, to do with that. Yes,
2: but that's what I'm saying. Like, I just don't I think you should ask the person, like, look, we are going to do this. Are you okay with this? Janet might not want to be known after 40 years in the business as the woman who got banned from the Super Bowl because her nipple came out. She's
5: not known okay. for that. I mean, she's not known. For, by the way, she's not known for her that. Career she, her career stopped. Which is exactly why I think this documentary is so important because I don't think it was fair how she Justin just got away with it, and nobody ever came back and was like, okay, listen, Justin, we need to really address your role in this. Janet, meanwhile, like, Her career did stop, and it's not a career that was ready to stop. I think you're right in the sense that, yes, maybe this might
2: change for other women in Mm -hmm. the business. However, I think women in the business are doing fine right now. We just had Cardi B on a stripper pole Mm -hmm. doing the WAP on the Grammys. Okay,
5: but, but, not, at the, but, but, but not, not at, at the, the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, and but you, but Super Bowl and J-Lo a... and Shakira got so much heat. They write in like 200,000 yes. complaints from, who I don't know, but a bunch Super of Bowl. Karens that Bowl. have a problem with sexuality. But the
2: Super Bowl is not going to change. And guess what? No one's going to say, here, Janet, here's the last 15 years of your life back. Here's mm-hmm. the money that you missed out on. Here is all the retributions from the fallout. We are sorry. No one's going to yeah. do that for her. Okay.
1: She,
4: Yeah, you're saying the Super Bowl's not going to change. The Super Bowl needs to change. It's time for it to change. Something like this can create change. Like all of the things that happened with Free Britney after people who started to care, the awareness that was brought about, like, I think that that would be great. Even if she decides, look, I don't want to be a part of it. I think the story should still be told in the whatever little
5: investigation or what it is. And just they should do it. And as a fan, I just I just want... Is it selfish? I just want to watch it. Like, I watch Free it's Britney 3... Why? Yeah. It's
2: selfish. Because what if Janet does not want this to be a part of...
5: Do you think... Okay, so what's the deal with Britney? Was Britney okay with Free Britney? Did she give her stamp of approval? Did she write a letter saying, go for it? No. No one
2: called Britney. No one asked Britney to be a part of it. But if I was Janet, the only way I would want this to be done is mm-hmm. if Justin Timberlake would step up to the plate, be interviewed, and take some accountability. Oh, that would and be by good. the way... That, I would love that. I, I would like that. That would be... That's a... And you had a good point. You said things need to change. My point is some things don't change. Free Britney got a lot of awareness. Free Britney got a lot of people talking. Guess what? Britney is still stuck in her conservatorship and nothing is moving. The justice system ain't gonna change and the Super Bowl ain't gonna
5: change. Although she was having fun this weekend. Was oh, yeah. she, was like, yeah, she was
4: like, <laughs> I feel like she's she's gonna get out of this conservatorship. It's, it's, it's gonna to change. I feel like now too many people know what mm-hmm. happened. Too many documents are out there and receipts are being resurfaced. Like things are gonna change.
2: Well, you might be right. Well, let's be honest, it wasn't the most exciting Oscar show last oh. night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. We're
1: definitely a few standout oh. moments.
2: That wasn't me, it was my producers. Take a look at some of our favorites and what went down backstage.
4: Oh my God, he's so heavy and he's so cold. This is for anyone who has the faith and the courage to hold on to the goodness in themselves.
2: My mum, my dad, they had sex. It's amazing, like, do you know what I'm saying? I'm here, you know what I mean? So, I'm so happy to be alive. So, I'm gonna celebrate that tonight. It just came out of my mouth.
5: I'm gonna avoid my phone for a bit. I think my mum's not gonna be very happy.
0: And the Oscar goes to Judge Yun. yoon Mr. Brad Pitt, finally. Nice to meet you, are you? Where were you while we were filming in Persia?
1: What did he smell like? I didn't smell him, I'm not dog.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's talk about the most history-making moment of the night. What did you guys think of the man bun?
4: <laughs> okay, I lived for that man bun because not only was it a man bun, but it was a baby man yes. bun. It was so small so and so cute and so
5: effortless. You guys like, know what I would do to, like, be the stylist that got to work on Brad Pitt's hair. Like, I can just imagine myself just, yeah. like, combing through those golden locks and just, like, gently pulling it back. I'm telling you, I like, that's what I thought of when I saw I was like, God, of all. Oh, only to be his hairstylist so I could just touch that ha- hair. I'm married. I should stop. This is, this is, she's so, fully, this is fully so inappropriate. Fantasize.
2: I love that you guys both loved it. All I could think when I saw it was, you know when, like, your friend's dad gets divorced and all of a sudden he changes his hair? And you're like, oh, I think Mr. Pritchett's going through it. Okay. I thought Mr. Pitt was going
1: through it. Okay, but
5: no. your friend's dad doesn't look like Brad Pitt. He's got, you know, like, the dad bod and, like, he might be like, losing his hair. Like, I think Brad Pitt can pull off a bun because he looks the way that he does. And I mean, also, he's
4: Brad Pitt. He's like, I've won one of these statues before. I'm just showing up. Yeah. Y'all haven't yes. seen me in a yeah, good whole yeah. year.
2: He's like, I gotta change yeah.
4: it up. Yeah, yes. look at that. And the tendril. Like, uh-huh. I mean, oh, my God. Yeah, that's really the only thing worth talking about last night.
2: Well, <laughs> apparently there is something else everybody is talking about on social media because everyone was on fire over Anthony Hopkins winning best actor over the late Chadwick Boseman even Anthony was like what the <laughs> check out what he said today
3: at 83 years of age I did not expect to get this award very grateful to the Academy and thank you and I want to pay tribute to Chadwick Boseman who's taken from us far too early and again thank you all very much <laughs> really did not expect this. So I feel very privileged and honored. Thank you.
2: Um, he definitely expected. That's why he did not show up. Because he was like, y'all are not about to Kanye my ass <laughs> I if I win, win so on true. this whole situation. So like, true. Y'all are not going to do it.
4: I honestly do not think he expected it. And that's no. why he didn't show up. He's like, why? compromise my health and my luxury of wherever the hell I am right now. Like, let me just sit this one out. We know it's going to Chadwick. I think he was genuinely surprised like the rest of us. I mean, they rearranged the entire Oscar ceremony to give the best actor award as the very last one. All of us are anticipating, okay, this is going to be a tribute and a send off to Chadwick. But
2: Were you that surprised?
4: Yes.
5: Look. That he didn't win?
2: I was not that surprised that this happened. I mean, look, Oscar So White was just in 2015. It takes a long time for an establishment to change the way they are on the inside. Yes, they said they would get more black voters. But if you look at the percentages, it ain't 50-50. So a lot of the people who are watching these screeners are white men and they love Anthony Hopkins. And for me, I'm not even the type that's like, "Hey, we should win it because it's our time and minorities are at the forefront." I'm like Chadwick Boseman should have won, won it because he gave such a great and unforgettable performance. You're right. However, after this guy won, I went and I was like, "I'm gonna watch The Father tonight. I want to see."
5: Okay. By the way, so good. let me let me direct. It's fantastic, great. and let me direct your attention to. I agree with you. So when I saw this, I was like, oh, wow, he won. But I thought back about watching this movie. First of all, it's incredible. It is long. It is a little arduous to get through. Yes. But the last maybe like 10 minutes or 15 minutes, what Sir Anthony Hopkins does on that screen is going to stay with you. And it is a risk that he takes in that role that I don't know many other actors could actually pull off. Now again, a lot of people have not seen this movie either, right? So yeah. then you're like have a lot of people being like, "But what?" But Chadwick so many people thankfully saw Mareni. So like I think a lot of people just haven't seen the performance yet. I'm not saying that he should have no. won, but just watch the last, like, 15 minutes of this film and watch his performance. I think it was the last 15 minutes I'm that won you. him that Oscar. I feel
4: like what happened was people saw The Father, like, way later than they saw Ma Rainey, and it's almost like they forgot about Maybe. Chadwick's performance. And you know, it's the last thing that you see that sticks with yeah. you, and then you, it comes to voting, and you're like, oh, well, That I mean, I, I was crying vote. during The Father, so... Gotta vote for that. Yeah. 100%. I don't you know, know.
2: I just, I wish it would have been that moment for everybody where they can say where they were, where they saw Chapwick's last performance, and yeah. where they were yeah. when he got the Oscar. And it would have been this Halle Berry moment that we were Absolutely. all waiting for. But you know what? I'm not a sore I'm loser. So good in this. Congratulations, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Coming up, <laughs> the fashion, Halle. Carrie, Zendaya, and Mm. more brought the Red Carpet Glam back in a big way. We're dissecting all the hits and misses next.
5: Mm -hmm. Watch it.
1: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
5: All right, y'all, it is my favorite thing to do post-Oscars it is talk about the fashion. And no question the stars went big and bold on the red carpet. Personally, I loved it all. We're going to kick things off with Halle Berry. She was in a purple Dolce & Gabbana, but there was a lot of attention on one part of Miss Halle. That was her hair and what we're calling Baby bangs. Uh, This is definitely a trend. I've seen it on a carpet. I've seen it on a runway. I've never thought that I would see it on Hallie. What did y'all think? She
2: was like, give me Mila Jovovich in The Fifth Element
5: definitely mm, being like, strong that's
2: what me was vibes. i just felt like i love what she was going for i love the dramatic hair but if they would have pulled the length down just another inch on all aspects it would have been a hit
4: i feel like it I was agree. about a year too late remember in the beginning of quarantine when everyone was chopping their own bangs and it was like a botch job so like everyone went too short it was a mistake but then it was a trend These were clearly intentional,
5: and I I just don't know if I expected it, nor did I really love it. I agree. I think this particular haircut doesn't work, and I hate saying that because I don't think that there's anything in the world that doesn't work on Halle Berry, but I think we found one last night, and it might have been this hairstyle. Despite that, this, I am loving the entire thing. Like, the whole thing, like, want it, love it. She's incredible. Okay, so these next stars, they wanted the Oscars so, so bad that they came literally dripping in gold. You have Andra Day. Oh, my God. She's Ugh. stunning. Carrie Mulligan all shimmered in their midriff-bearing dresses while Leslie Odom Jr. stood out in his full gold ensemble. I thought the only thing missing from this for me was I would have liked to have seen a gold shoe with this. I wanted him to commit to the look 100%, but he literally came to collect his statue. Well, He's oh, he, so sharp. He ain't CeeLo Green. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. Gets, Do you remember that? Yes, but it gets want, costumey
2: yeah. once you go all gold from I head agree. to toe. It's like, why would you go that far? I would have liked a burgundy good. shoe. Look I would have face. liked something that was a little bit, you know, a little bit more colorful, not black. But I think he hit the nail on head. For me, I expected a tiny bit more from Andrew Day.
5: Like, really? oh, oh, look like a I'm Grammy Street. Like, where, where would you? Where did you want more? Did you shoes. want more here? It just felt more Did like a Grammy's here? dress. Did you want more here? Did you want more here? Did you want
2: more here? This. I just wanted more of a... Gra- it looks like a Grammys dress to me. That's it.
4: Really? I felt like it was such a moment, but it yeah. was also effortless at the same time. Mm-hmm. And she had that I don't give a F That's attitude, right. and I was living for it. <laughs> um, I think everything about her, she just nailed it. You yes. can never go wrong in gold on an
5: Oscars red carpet. I agree. And I have to talk about Carey Mulligan. This was my favorite look from the entire night. I thought she looked so beautiful, so radiant. I'm very upset about that and that because who looks like that in that after the year we have just had abs were definitely out in full effect last night um zendaya's abs all of them but these women killed it this is the only thing
2: the only thing i felt like the color washed her out just a tiny bit Mm. and i almost wanted Emerald jewels, ruby jewels, to kind of offset fun. that a little bit. Okay. But she blended into the outfit. A you know little what I think was much. missing?
5: It was just this. I think yeah, if ears. she had a bright, bold lip, she would have popped on the carpet in two seconds, like a fuchsia or a red. I love a blonde with a red lip, pale yes. skin, and a monochromatic look. I would have did it. I want big earrings. That's I'm yes. not. I'm not hating any of these. I'm like loving all of these. Okay. All right, guys. So we are calling this one not nominated, but should have been nominated. So show up. you've already won that's the category and we are going to give it up for miss regina king and zendaya in their show stopping looks zendaya of course is in a custom valentino gown this woman is unstoppable her and her stylist Literally are the most stylish pair in Hollywood. They can do no wrong. I think Law Roach is just incredible. And the trust that she has in him, you can see it right here because it's like literally everything. Like this hair on anybody else, we'd be like, oh, it's messy. It's the Oscars. We've I don't know. We've seen it before. You know, what? we've seen it before. She looks like she was in Malibu and just showed up at the Oscars red carpet. This is absolute perfection. And I'm sorry, we have to talk about this. Can you guys guess uh, how many millions of dollars are around this beautiful woman's neck? Tell me you know exactly how many millions of dollars.
2: Fourteen. Seven.
5: Six. Oh, Six million? Six. Tom told seven. me. mill of diamonds <laughs> from a I, Bulgari. I
2: love, I love the outfit. I love what she looks like. I will also say She's that so beautiful. it's not very hard for Zendaya to have a hit. Mm -hmm. But when I look at Regina King and I look at that outfit and when people say like dress for your age, I don't believe in that. But I do believe there is a fine line when you do turn a certain age. To me, this was sexy. This was yeah. sophisticated. This was classy. This was chic. This was cl- everything put into one. And for me, she was my best dress of the night and has yeah. been my best dress pick this whole award show season. Her stylists understand her. They know. They, they, they understand the assignment.
4: Yeah, seriously. Oh, come on. Regina King is best dress yes. of the decade. There is no never no, no red there. that she just doesn't nail. She Thank understands you. the assignment.
5: She understands. I understand. The understand she is at- doing extra credit with Louis <laughs> Vuitton at home, bringing Bringing us and serving looks on the carpet. Absolute pure perfection. This is what I want to see every woman in at the Oscars. I want drama. I want glam. And I want luxury. All right, guys. That's all I have on the Telestrator. I hope that was fun for you. Well, this was, so was fun. great.
2: Get your butt back here because still ahead, Will celeb is saying you can't be friends with an ex. Do we agree Then Michael B. Jordan is sharing his surprising secret to staying ripped for the movies and his girlfriend? That new interview is coming up. Mmm. We're talking all the things I do not have, hookups, breakups, and makeups in today's (laughs) Pop of Love. Pete Davidson and Bridgerton star Phoebe Dynevar were photographed together for the first time during Pete's visit to the UK this weekend. This has been a rumor for a while. I wanna know, do you think she should heed the warnings of his past relationship? Because I have my own assumption.
5: I mean, from what I remember, the rumors out of the last relationships would be very beneficial. <laughs> exactly for a one night stand. Let's just uh, tell no, I no, I, that would be great all the time. I mean, what, what are we do? Like, what do we do even more one night stand? Once you have it, you're like, I, I want this. Like lock, lock it down.
2: Look. No. <laughs> We have all fallen prey to the one eyed monster.
5: <laughs> I was hypnotized. Wow. Wait, is that what, oh, you're, from is that
2: what you From 07 to 09. Yes, I think that's exactly what you were talking D- about, Miss. D- I want to touch Brad Pitt's e- hair. E- all D- I'm D- saying e- is there is a certain e- thing that us gays like to talk about. It's called boyfriend D and husband D. That is not a husband I mean, like, D. That is some D that you have some fun with, that you, she- you go.
5: But how do you know that? Why can't a boyfriend D turn into a husband D? Because
2: that's a problem. Sometimes people aren't right for the long term.
5: Sometimes Do you
4: think people she's are thinking? right just for,
2: for right now. you think
4: she's thinking long term? No, she some... is the belle of the ball. Isn't yeah, that what they call right, her? Yes. The diamond of she's the She's the diamond of society. Yeah. So you're
2: going to hit your diamond to be Davidson?
4: I mean, why not I have mean, fun for a little while? I... If you are the belle of the ball, you want to sow your wild oats as well. And... Girl,
2: look, I saw those gray sweatpants. I will send you the donut <laughs> when I'm done with it because you might be sitting <laughs> on it for a while. Okay?
5: Sitting on it for a little while. <gasps> Stay away Let her be from... happy. happy. Let her have her. Let her have her. Let, let her, her receive that energy. Let her take it. All right.
2: Okay. All right. That's how you got in the position you're in. <laughs> Keep on taking it. Stay away from your ex. That's the advice former bachelor Nick Vial said. He explained on TikTok why exes just can't be friends.
1: Listen, there are exceptions to every rule, but 99 times out of 100, what exes are trying to be friends, it just means they haven't accepted it's time to move on, and they're trying to find alternative ways to have them in their life. But when we force the things we want, regardless if it's good for our heart or not, those tend to lead to toxic situations. Listen, if she broke up with me and broke my heart, of course I'd be desperate to want to keep her in my life because she's wonderful, and I'd be like, well, maybe we could just be friends, but, like, I don't want to be your friend if you break up with me. Why? Because I don't want the crumbs of a friendship. I don't want to watch you do whatever it is you want to do as if not my girlfriend.
2: From people who have had relationships and break- breakups, cause at this point I should just mean a nunnery. Um, <laughs> what do you guys think about that advice?
4: Wow, I never thought I'd actually agree with Nick Vial, but I agree with him. It is hard to stay friends with exes. Like I'm cordial and friendly with exes if I see them or If they wish me happy birthday, fine, but I'm not trying to go have tea with you.
2: Lies.
4: I'm not trying to go have
5: tea with you while I'm married now. Yeah. I do think that once you shift from, and you go from just being single, and even if you're in a very serious, committed relationship, I think once you add marriage to the mix, I don't understand a situation where it would be okay for a married man or woman to, to be, be spending time alone with their ex. Yeah. I do know exes that are friendly as like new couples, but it would rub, I would not be okay with it. And I think it's just, you are hanging on. I think you can be hanging on to something. I mean, sometimes people are evolved enough to just move on and yeah. still keep the friendship because it's like, you had all of that love, you had that connection. It doesn't just disappear if it ends well. Yes. And it rarely for me at least, has ended well. But I can think of some situations where I'm like, wow, I really like that person. They added this to my life. Why do I have to give all of that up because we don't work romantically?
2: Because you guys have seen each other naked. And that is the problem. That you can't be friends with somebody that you've seen. Ever. I think once you've moved on and you've been in another relationship, I always say when you're friends with your ex and you're dating somebody else, Mm -hmm. you're co-dating because your heart is not fully into that new relationship.
4: Yeah, you know each yeah. other too intimately. And yeah. it's like, do you want your partner to have this friendship with someone who knows them almost on the same level that you do? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. it's a little uncomfortable for both parties. Well,
2: let me ask you a question. Should J-Lo be paying attention to this? Because she and A-Rod mm. reportedly reunited over the weekend. A source close to J-Lo told E! News, Alex flew out to see her. Word is he doesn't want to give up on their relationship and is willing to do whatever it takes. We're told they're spent two nights together trying to work things out. Oh. I think in this situation, these people were together for a while. They've invested in a lot of things. And a lot of times when I have money involved with an ex, I'm like, you know what, I hate this POS right now, Mm -hmm. but I'm gonna just keep this together so we can get this cash and really figure this out. And I think when you have children that have co-mingled and have like, you know, you've co-raised for two or three years, you got to kind of have a friendly, you know, moment with that person because you're going to talk to their kids. How the hell are you going to talk to my kids and not talk to me?
4: Right. That's what I think is going on here. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, they definitely are an intertwined family at this point, the way that they have been living the last couple years. It's not just money, it's, yeah, these kids and the friendships and th- that they've built, relationships they've built with each other. And I'm, those girls look at J.Lo as another mom. So it's, it's gonna be really challenging, but if she doesn't want this to work out, he's just making it really difficult. You and think? they shouldn't even be meeting up if she doesn't want this to work
2: out. You think? I feel like women say, don't call me, don't text me, I don't wanna hear from you, when meanwhile, you guys want the calls, you want the texts, you want the guys to be groveling.
4: See, we want that, but, but, like, once we've officially announced it's over, like, we've already set the intention in our heart, it's over. Like, the first time around when they were doing, they're like, we're working through something. Yeah. That's when she was like, don't call me, don't text
5: me, right. any show. But up. call me and come to the DR right yeah. now. I yes. No, that's I think what now I, it feels like to me, and again, I have no insight into their relationship, it feels like he can't let it go. And by the way, would you want to let her, like, would no, you want to no. let J-Lo go? Like, I'm, it's not going to get any better for you. Like, she is it. So I understand him wanting to hang on to it. And I didn't realize that they were, they, they spent two nights together. I thought it was just a lunch, a fancy brunch, and some wine and, like, whatever. Like, she's like, you're in town, fine, whatever. We can see each other yeah. because there's no hate there. But two nights, I mean, that's... That's something. That's a commitment. And yeah. it was, wasn't it just this weekend? Yeah. So it was Oscar weekend. There's a lot... Well, was a lot going on for her to give up all that to hang out with her. yeah. Ex. They really thought that was going to get buried in. Yeah. News. <laughs>
1: and they we're
3: like, here we are. We have the story for you
0: today.
5: You guys,
2: speaking of hanging on, Michael B. Jordan is going to be here. You want to hang on to this. We'll explain what he's talking about after the break.
5: Welcome back to Daily Pop. It's time to take a look at the stories making headlines in today's Hollywood Minute. Lizzo has a lot to celebrate. She turns 33 tomorrow, and her album, Because I Love You, hasn't left the charts since it dropped two years ago. She marked the occasion on Instagram, writing, happy two years of being 100% that bitch. Keeping the party going, Britney Spears and Sam Asghari got all dressed up to celebrate Sam's best friend's wedding. The couple took some cute pictures together before hitting the dance floor, and Sam took minute to give props to the medical community writing thanks to science we get to dance again and live from New York, it's Elon Musk. SNL just announced that Tesla CEO will host their May 8th show, which will also feature musical guest Miley Cyrus. The news caused a bit of an uproar. Some people think Elon is an inappropriate choice, and others are concerned he's just not that funny. The show is on hiatus until Elon's episode, but he definitely gives the writers a billion opportunities for jokes. And that is your Hollywood Minute, and I nailed it. Michael B. Jordan is the poster boy for body goals, but don't let the six-pack and chiseled arms fool you. He enjoys pigging out just like the rest of us, and he's giving Carissa all the deets.
3: I do have to know, my first question is, after watching this movie, so do you spend... 10 hours, 12 hours in the gym a day? Oh man, yeah, (laughs) that, listen, I've I've let myself go. Well, if this is letting yourself go, then sign us up for that workout plan. Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey were both looking smoking in St. Barts in January, while most of us were couch surfing during the quarantine. But he's got some secrets, too. During this quarantine, I was ordering every food I could possibly think about and would eat and watch movies all day. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, when it comes to, you know, getting myself in shape for a character, me and my trainers, we really lock in and, you know, we do whatever it has to, uh, we have to do. You took everything
0: from me. I'm going to make it right.
3: In Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, premiering April 30th on Amazon Prime Video, MBJ plays a Navy SEAL who goes on a wild mission to avenge his wife's murder. And he did his own stunts.
1: What's the real mission? I grew up in a, you know, watching movies uh you know watching blade you know with, you know you know wesley snipes and you know jackie chan and you know tom cruise matt damon and they are all guys that you know like to do all of their
3: stunts so for me i always told myself if i had the opportunity i would do it a part of me that won't stop
1: for anything
3: you're about to make your directorial debut with three yes, three how excited are you for this project
1: beyond excited you know i think i've i've um I think everything I've done throughout my career thus far has led me up to the moment. I can't be more thrilled and excited.
2: Coming up, the new epidemic, Dateless in Hollywood. I'm looking at you, Brad Pitt and Renee Zellweger. Mm. Our relationship expert joins us next to break down the single life and so much more. You don't want to miss this. Welcome back to Daily Pop. Now, I don't know if you noticed this last night, but a bunch of Oscar nominees and presenters showed up single. And to be honest, I was loving it. But joining us now is dating expert and author Moni Kelly, everybody. A lot of people were a little surprised that you had all of these powerhouses, Brad Pitt, Zendaya, Renee Zellweger, Uh and all these people are single. Are you concerned?
0: I loved it, Okay, Because even before COVID, I would tell singles, it's time for you to learn how to go out by yourself. Mm. Go to bars, go to restaurants, take yourself on your own romantic beach picnic so that when someone comes into your life, they're just enhancing what's already there. So for people, especially singles who are apprehensive, to see celebrities go to the Oscars single and own it, that means it's telling them you will be okay yourself. Yeah, well, I, I mean, love that. Advice. I mean, you also had to only take one person from your pod,
4: and you're not about to take Joe, who you've been dating for <laughs> three weeks during the quarantine. Right? Like, come on, y'all. We got to quarantine to get to this show. Exactly. We got to go to events.
0: Like, I'm not bringing some regular dude who I've been dating on the set. Yeah, you got to be very super duper selective. Uh-huh. It's almost kind of like when you decide to post on social media. It's like, don't do it when you've only been dating for yeah. a little bit of time, because that's when they seem to always show out once you post a picture make sure you are good to go before you yeah. take them to a major event.
2: You know, when the Roaring Twenties happened, it was because everybody was on lockdown, yep. the flu was like hitting, and then everybody went <laughs> nuts with alcohol, with partying. I feel like we're about to see the Roaring Twenties, but with singles trying to get out there and like eliminate like date. You know what yes. I mean? Like,
1: yeah.
0: Another date, another <laughs> club,
2: no sleep, another date, another date. Yeah. What are some mistakes that we can make as singles getting back onto the dating scene? Like what's the oh, one big thing yeah. that we to watch out for? That's
0: huge because as we talked about this last time. For a lot of people, they got booed up during quarantine, right? Not. They are <laughs> <laughs> Just, because, you, just yeah. because they didn't want to spend it alone. They, they didn't want to yeah. spend it the alone. Wrong reasons, for the wrong reasons. Some people did for the right reasons, but some did for the wrong reasons. They are vaccinated now. They want to be out in these streets. Yes. And they're <laughs> like, thank you for your services for a year. Deuces, I'm out. <laughs> so you want to make sure that you know if people's intentions are for a relationship or just to kick it. Because some singles have been cooped up so long that they want to just be out and about. And other singles want a relationship because they've been, like, by themselves. they want to kick it <laughs> like David Beckham. to <laughs> <laughs> kick it. No. He's already <laughs> out oh in the street. Yes. He's he out. He yeah. told me. I night, He was out in the streets. And yes. that's what you should be doing. You better be out enjoying yourself, being single, but knowing what you want and being honest with whoever you that's meet. That's my problem. What you I'm want? I'm not honest
2: with myself. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I want a boo. I want a boo. I want to get wiped mm-hmm. up. But meanwhile, when I think about it, I don't really See? want it. But mm-hmm. my mind is telling me, no <laughs> mind? My,
0: body. my body's saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At my house,
2: so I can like, actually <laughs> around and do the dance, but
0: in my mind, I don't want anybody in my space. Justin, do, you yeah. might be operating a little bit out of fear because you might have oh. had past hurts that have affected how you move forward, and you might be holding up a wall without realizing it. Uh, Diane, oh. I invited you here.
2: To
5: he wanted this turn. <laughs> he thought he wanted it. It's like when he's dating. He thinks he wants to be with it, and he's like, "Get away!" Get away. And he's like, "Monique, I love
2: you." Like, stop! I'm stop! Right. Stop! <laughs>
5: Know thyself.
4: Justin, Justin's did, done a good job at, like, normalizing your singleness. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like a lot of people are uncomfortable with their singleness yep. right now. Are there any ways that we can, I don't know, maybe support our single friends and let them know, like, it's okay to have this moment, to be alone.
0: Yep. Stop right throwing your yeah. ring in my face. <laughs> I'm not it's even so gorgeous, though. Right. That, that ring is gorgeous. <laughs> I think the first thing is, being single, you're honest with your, how you're feeling. Yes. There's some days when you, you just don't like it. You're tired of the disappointment. You, you're hopeful, and you're just tired of the heartbreak. There's other moments when you're like, my mind's telling me no. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do that? Did I get it right? No, the, no let's
2: be real. <laughs> I'm just tired of pay for my
0: own dreams. Right? Hello. <laughs> and you're enjoying it. So first of all, when you're single, being honest where you are. And as a friend, there's other things to your single friends besides them just being single. So making sure you're asking them about their hobbies and their interests, and it's not just all about being single. Kind of like when you get married. It's not just about the fact that you're married. You have other hobbies and interests. And even with your gorgeous. Just soon-to-be child coming, you're still gonna be you with your oh other gosh. hobbies and interests. Totally,
5: all people want to talk about is the baby. I'm like, hi, hi. <laughs> you look so I good. Still have interests. glowing. I, yeah. say, I, I, I do things other than just nurture. Yeah. My but baby, you just look I do so good. A lot too. You're so to all You're watching. I take care of the baby all the time. All I'm saying is that there, yes, people There's are more. multidimensional dimensional and we're not yes. just single or booed up or pregnant or not pregnant. Yep. I agree. Like talk to people on
0: the level that you normally talk to them. To we human were. to human. That's what I'm saying. We're always vibing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Why can't we find that book? <laughs> need, by the way, y'all need to get Reality in Chaos. So, yep. It is available now on Amazon and on Barnes & Nobles. Do you have an audiobook?
0: Not yet. Get the audio book because I love too. listening to you. I can listen to you all Seriously. the time. Thank you.
2: Up next, Snoop Dogg plays Matchmaker from Martha Stewart. Who in Hollywood should she date? My new interview Ooh. is next. Ooh. He lit up a blunt, honey. Ooh. Welcome back. I spent my Friday hanging out with Snoop Dogg and I still can't see straight. We did some matchmaking for his BFF, Martha Stewart. We talked about his 18th album, and I also found out why he got so emotional on The Voice. What up dog? What's happening? How you doing? You know what, I'm just chilling, just hanging here, kind of happy that you joined The Voice, the first rapper ever to be a mega mentor. How does that feel?
0: I mean, it feels good to be able
4: to have information and wisdom and guidance to give to these singers and to be able to, you know, to get on the show and really
0: have some input and to lead the show with people, you know, feeling good.
3: Yes, Lord, I'm holding this
2: tear back. Now, we saw that you had a very emotional moment on Monday. What brought you there?
0: Certain songs and certain things just can bring out that emotion,
3: you know what I'm saying? Certain words can trigger those emotions.
2: Martha Stewart has openly talked about how she is looking for an ideal man who is 10 years younger. Look, you know Martha, you know a lot of dudes in the game. I feel like Martha could hang at the cookout. Who would you set Martha up with on a date? She is very
4: picky and she is so direct about how she likes to do things. It's gonna have to be somebody who really understands direction and, uh-huh. knows how to, and knows
2: how to take control, but at the same time be led because she's a natural leader. Let you guys know Snoop Dogg just came out with his 18th album and his single, Say What Your Booty, it's gonna be the summer's anthem.
5: Yeah, really. I mean, yes. Wait, say it with your say booty. Say it with your booty. Kind of like Wayne posted last night with the butt. She
2: said it with her booty.
5: She said it with her. <laughs> her she didn't know, but she did. She did. That's what Martha you needs guys. to do. She needs to say what she wants say with her with booty. booty. <laughs> say it with your booty. But, that was really insightful information from Snoop Dogg on Martha Stewart. Like they are legit real friends. Did oh my God. 100%. You, he described like how I talk about my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is how you should. This is how you should. Yeah. He He got it. Nailed it.
2: He <laughs> <Straight laughs> got on. it. You guys, you can catch snoop on the voice which airs monday on NBC and his 18th album from the streets to the suites is out now up next the atlanta housewives reunion gets all kinds of nasty while their kids are getting thrown into the drama that is next Andrea Day didn't take home the Oscar last night, but her look was fire right down to her claws. Mm. One of her nail artists showed us how you can get an Oscar-worthy manicure in just a few simple steps. Ladies, take note.
3: Hi, I'm Kate Mosh, celebrity nail artist. I've worked with actors like Andra Day, Kristen Bell, Gwendolyn Christie, Kristen Cavallari for some amazing red carpet looks. I'm gonna show you guys how to achieve an Oscar-worthy modern French look.
5: Kate is using the pink and gold palette and a shape tip to get the length she wants. The first up, a thin coat of pink.
3: And then I'm gonna create the perfect nude for my skin tone. And this is something that I would custom create for whatever client I was working with. I'm gonna start painting my French tip. We're gonna kinda of go in a swirly motion, a couple little swoops.
5: We're going to go in and put that gold line afterwards. Kate adds gold stars and beads for some shine. Two top coats
3: is key for making sure that all of these little gems are sealed. All right, and there we
4: have the final look. No.
2: Erin, you took notes. I see your nails.
4: I mean, very cute, but that was not simple. No. That was not easy. That was not quick. <laughs> that was a, a two-hour thing with a time lapse. Like a, <laughs> oh, yes, yes, <laughs> no, like, you got one-hour
5: tops with me in that chair.
2: By the way, they like to say a few simple steps. I'm like, few? That wasn't That's simple, not simple. Honey. And a steady mm-hmm.
5: hand and, and high eyes. How yes. in the world do you paint your non-dominant hand? Like, I, I can barely get like, polish on regular polish.
2: You better teach Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> well, things got nasty last night on The Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion. All season long, Drew Sidora has been trying to repair her son's relationship with his estranged biological father. Well, Kenya Moore doesn't think the deeply personal story belongs on TV, and she even retweeted a fan saying it made her cringe. What happened next? Watch.
0: I thought it was like a family thing that maybe could have been in more in private. As a woman on your platform, I feel like it was really irresponsible. In regards to my son, I felt like it was below the belt. I literally was that shaking that way. and I cried because okay. I was devastated. As a mother, as you know, we try to make the best decisions. Other it was so hurtful to me and my family because through. I would never so talk are you about your daughter in you a mean? negative way. So if we're going to go low, let me know how low we can go because I can go low.
2: Ooh. Ooh, no. When they go low, you go high, like Michelle Obama said.
4: She's like, I'm yeah. about to go the lowest, lowest. you've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> Opposite okay. Here's of what GM. Michelle
5: Obama said.
2: This woman is on a reality show showing the reality of her life. And when you go on a show like this, especially if you're a seasoned cast member, you want the new person to come in and be authentic and real. And it's crazy because we've seen Kenya Moore talk about her ex, her current husband, okay. his you know, willingness not to come back and be a part of their lives and him missing out on his daughter's life. So you got that personal about your baby daddy and his situation, but why can't Drew get personal about hers?
5: Because I think there's a lot of scenes when she's talking directly to her son about the father. And I think Kenya talks about the husband, current husband, but. Her daughter's so small. I think I, she's still gonna see it. I know, but I think it's different. I don't know how old Drew Store's son is. Like maybe nine or ten. I feel like it's different to have the child in the scene. And we know. Listen, this yeah. is the golden rule of housewives. You can go as low and as dirty as you want to play, but you bring one of those kids' names into your mouth, and it is. So I I do think that kids have to be off limits. I think even if she chooses to bring up the story in the show, I don't think that Housewives should be tweeting, retweeting, anything that has to do with children, especially if those children are minors. Once they turn 18, they're They're adults. And I, I do believe they're fair game, which is why I have my own thing about Gia and Teresa and that whole drama on Housewives of New Jersey. But I'm saying, if they're under 18, I'm sorry, they're off limits. Keep them out of your mouth.
4: Talking about them is one thing, talking about situations isn't one thing, but actually having them in these scenes and having these conversations on camera is totally different. It is awkward for everyone, people watching included.
2: Well, that's our time for today. Come back tomorrow. Amanda Seifert will be here and we'll be dishing on all the gossip. Woo! That's what the.